Hey everybody, it's Altanya. Welcome to another edition of Altanya's Library. Thanks so much for joining me. So my last episode was back in January and after that I took an unintended hiatus, totally unintended. Most of you know that in addition to being an author and podcaster, I'm also a full-time librarian. Let me tell you, this semester took off like lightning and hasn't stopped, but I'm not complaining. I adore what I do, uh, even if it does creep into the time I plot out for writing and talking with you fine folks. Um, But for the time being, I'm pretty much caught up for a few seconds anyway, so let's make the most of it and dive into a discussion of great film, phenomenal books, some really outstanding TV, and more of that reader mail. So you may remember that at the close of our previous reader mail episode, I promised to return with more of your questions. And this is me keeping that promise. I've got some very good ones to share with you and we'll check those out after this. And we're back. I'll admit that it's a little tough this time deciding what to talk about first. I've read and watched so much good stuff and I want to discuss it all at once. Um, I won't get to half of the new shows I've uncovered, but hopefully future episodes will give me a lot of time to share them with you. Given how busy I've been, my reading list has been surprisingly heavy these last few months. So. I'll save that chunk of material for last. I'm not going to share a lot of stuff in the reading angle um, this time because we've got to get to our reader mail. So um, I'll make sure I save time for that. But uh, first, I'm going to share what I've enjoyed tremendously in terms of film and television. Let's start with film. So if you didn't know, I'm a big superhero movie fan. I'm sure I've shared my top five favorite superhero films with you guys before. If I haven't, uh, they are Superman, Christopher Reeves, Superman, uh, Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire, The Dark Knight, Logan, and Captain America Civil War. So... There's lots more on that list, but those are my top five. And while that's not changing, I got to tell you, the Batman has nudged its way into the number six spot. I'll admit I was very skeptical about what this thing would look like, but I admit all the brief glimpses into the scenes that they've been sharing over the long months of waiting for this film to premiere All that did have me curious and hopeful that it'd be worth the watch. It was very worth the watch. Robert Pattinson did a phenomenal job, as did the the rest of the cast. It hit all the high notes with me. Um, You know, after the original TV series way back in the day, and then Michael Keaton, um, honorable mention to Val Kilmer's performance. Yes, that was great performance. Christian Bale is my favorite. Uh, You know, after all that, I figured I was done being impressed by this franchise. 
and then the Batman. Now, if you don't like dark movies, then this won't be one for you. Uh, if you enjoy dark, long movies with intricate storylines involving an array of characters, then this will be right up your alley. I enjoyed every minute. I, I plan to give it a rewatch before it leaves the theaters. And um, I'm going to stop talking now before I give too much away. I mean, I don't even think you really have to be a superhero fan to really enjoy. This was just really good suspense and drama. Excellent, excellent work. Time well spent at the movies. So turning to TV next, this is the second season of Wallander. It's out of Sweden and you can find it on Netflix. I've talked about this show before, how it kept popping up on my recommendations and I kept passing it by and then took a chance on it and fell in deep love with it and all the characters, especially Adam Paulson who plays Wallander. Yeah, I could go on and on about him. The last time I talked about this show, I think I mentioned that it ended kind of weird. Um, but I thought, hoped they'd be coming out with a second season. And I didn't know if they would be at the time I said that. So you can imagine my excitement when I heard it was on the way. Pretty much the same week that all the episodes just dropped on Thursday. or Maybe it was Friday. Whatever. It was the best thing. So, um the second season is called Killer's Shadow, I believe, and it was as gripping as the first season. So um, not to give anything away, but, you know, I found this season to, to have a more well-rounded ending. So I'm not sure what that means for future seasons, but, um, you know, it wasn't a cliffhanger ending. So I don't know what that means, but um, you won't be disappointed by diving into this show. So give it a try. So as I said earlier, I've been pretty busy over the last few months and surprised by how many books I've managed to read during that time. Uh, I'll only discuss a couple of them here, starting off with the latest title from a longtime favorite, the In-Death series by J.D. Robb. The newest release is Abandoned in Death. There was something about the way this story was put together that seemed really fresh to me. The way it was structured, you know, there was a before and after to the storyline, and it was far too much material to be placed in a prologue type situation. Uh, so the way it kind of meshed with the plot throughout the book gave a depth to the story that made it as enjoyable as usual, but in a different style than I'm used to. So read it. <laughs> The next title is one I'm still reading, actually listening to. It's Dracula by Bram Stoker. So mostly everyone knows this story, but I'm, you know, I'm betting that overall number gets cut quite a bit when it comes to who's actually read the book. And, you know, I've seen most of the adaptations of this story. The Coppola version is my all-time favorite. And I'll admit there was a um, there was an adaptation from the 60s that I didn't enjoy that much. Can't remember who was in it, but um, I know I believe it came out in the 60s or 70s. But majority of the adaptations I've seen emphasize a love affair between Mina and Dracula. And that earlier, that 60s version emphasized Mina's friend, Lucy and Dracula. And I, I couldn't wrap my head around that at the time. And now reading the book, I discover 
that focus was more along the lines of what was in the book. It's not exact, but it does seem closer than that Nina Dracula angle. And I say seems because I'm not done with the story yet, so I'm not sure what else is to come. At any rate, it's gripping material and I'm really loving it. Um, and I encourage listening to the audiobook. The narrator, John Lee, is excellent. So talking about great books is a terrific segue into today's podcast on Reader Mail. I promise that this will be a recurring topic on the show. I do love getting questions from my readers and now having um, this new platform to share them makes it even more enjoyable. And I'm very excited about today's questions. So let's dive in. Question one. Would you like to see your book adapted to film or TV? Why or why not? I think I may have gotten this question before, but given uh, what we just talked about with Dracula, I think this is an excellent one to put in here again. Um, another excellent segue uh, given that discussion. And people do ask me this question all the time relating to the Ramsey Tassano series uh, that's been ongoing since 2006. And my answer always starts off, yes, but. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd rather it never happen than to happen and not be all that it could be. Uh, the series has done very well over the years, but it's nowhere near the level of Gabaldon's Outlander series or Rowling's Harry Potter. So, you know, I believe that, you know, the caliber of sales and readership is what it takes to bring my stories to life in such an impressive way. You know, I think they've been popular um, to, I think they've been popular enough to come to life. But now that I've seen what the possibilities are, now that I've seen what could really be done, um, that's what I really want. Maybe if you had asked me this question before I saw Outlander, you know, I would say, yeah, I'd love that. You know, if it could be done right, that's always been a thing. I want it to be done well. But seeing, you know, what's possible now, um, yeah, it would, it would just have to be really, really, really excellent um, for me to be on board with it. Great question. Question two, how do you handle new ideas that come to mind while you're working on other projects? So that's a good question. Um, sometimes I don't handle that very well. There has been more than one occasion where I've actually put down a project and picked up another because the idea was so gripping and I didn't have the patience to wait on the current WIP work in progress to be done before I started it. And other times the idea is gripping, but depending on how, how far I'm into the current work, I may be able to make some extensive notes and then set it aside. Um, I, but I never work on more than one project at a time unless it's to take detailed notes. I, I'm never writing or plotting at the same time. That's, that's just not me. Question three. 
there is so much posting from authors on social media. How do you keep yourself from becoming discouraged when you see someone celebrating a new book deal or sales goal or followers, etc.? Okay. Let me just say these questions are very excellent today. You guys are, you know, gosh, you're coming with it here. So, um, I feel very blessed that I can celebrate other folks' achievements without feeling lesser in what I'm doing. You know, a lot of times folks are celebrating things I've experienced and I know how amazing they're feeling and how could you not celebrate that? Um, you know, I got my first book deal in 2003 and, you know, back then social media, if you, if you could call it that, was laughable. I mean, there, there wasn't anything going on there compared to what's happening now, so... I don't talk about my books on social media nearly as much as I probably should. And that's because I, I found so many other things to, to, to discuss. You know, I, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. And maybe if I was just starting out, that's all I'd be talking about. But, you know, that's just I've kind of gone beyond that. I'm not publishing a new book every day. And, you know, even if I were, you know, you know readers get tired of those by my book posts. You know, they want to know about your interests beyond writing on and you know social media allows me to have such fun sharing those things so no i don't i don't get discouraged way too much to share to to be discouraged great question question four do you take breaks between projects or do you move right from one story to the other? Um, I do now. When I first started writing, I was so engrossed in the art of writing and creating and seeing the work in print and just wanting to do that nonstop. And, you know, I still feel the desire to do that, but I make myself not do it. I order myself to focus on other things and give myself a rest between projects, uh, between my day job responsibilities and the books I enjoy reading and the shows and films I want to watch and spending time with people who matter to me. You know, I got a lot to fill that time and I force breaks because, you know, I don't want to look up from all those notebooks one day and realize that life has passed me by. So, you know, to all the writers out there, be sure you're giving yourself that downtime. Give yourself, give your brain a break from all the plotting so you can come back fresh for the next project. Question five, what are you working on now? So, okay, uh, it's going to be a light publishing year for me. I usually put out about four titles a year. This year, it'll be two titles. I'm looking to release the last title in the Ruler of Perfection series by late summer. And then in October, the last in the Tradition series will be released. So, yeah, a very light publishing year. As I mentioned, um, my job is a lot more demanding. And I've been saddled, you know, happily saddled with a lot more responsibilities. So, um, yeah, yeah. But also, I just completed a project that is totally different from anything I've written before. So that took up a lot of time um, finishing, making, the, putting the finishing touches on that kind of crept into this year. And so um, 
didn't leave a lot of time to get things started for, for this year. Uh, it's a women's fiction title with very little romance, um, no love scenes. So <laughs> if you know my work, then you know I love my love scenes. Um, seriously, though, I had the most fun working on that and proved to myself that there are a lot more stories to tell and in a lot of different ways. So um yeah, I can't really share anything about the publishing side of it yet, but stay tuned. And when I can share news, you'll be the first to know. Well, folks, that's my show. Thanks so much for listening to me ramble on. I hope you were both entertained and informed. Uh, be sure to check in next time when I'll be sharing um, more of my favorites in books, shows, and films. Thank you so much for your continued support of the podcast. I'm having the best time recording these episodes and sharing them with you. And please keep sending your questions for the reader mail. Wow, the questions today were outstanding. Um, I've got some curious readers out there and I love that. So until next time, keep reading.